Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. How's it going, everybody? Uh, episode 10 of the Real Flix Podcast. Now, we, by the way, as I was moving our hosting site and getting those issues taken care of, we actually did lose another episode. So this oh, is really? eight, yeah, but we got two that. lost ones. Which one did we lose? Uh, I don't know. One of the early ones. As long as it's not the Star Wars one, I don't care. Okay, yeah. yeah that is <laughs> What about Creed? You God, I hope it wasn't Creed. No, Creed yeah. We got Creed. Creed, actually, Creed was a good that was a good, uh, good episode, good conversation. I love that movie. I saw it again. <laughs> oh, you did? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see Spotlight until last night. Okay. Well, how I was saw it? it this morning? Oh, nice. How was Creed the uh, the second time? Ah, uh, still made me cry. Still yes. awesome. Yeah, I think Final Tally was certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Ninety three percent average of seven point nine with critics. So, wow, indeed. Uh, yeah, that actually uh, still didn't isn't doing so hot in the box office. Does that worry you guys that there's about a sequel? No, really. <laughs> if there's a sequel, also if there's not, I have an awesome movie to watch again and again. So true, true. true. That's underrated. I'm, I'm never really concerned about box office unless it's like something like tragic. So unless Star Wars makes four dollars on Thursday next yeah, Thursday. Just think of all the movies that have been released that didn't make enough didn't make as much money as Star Wars did before it even came out. It just that, that blows my mind, but because uh, you what you you just said next Thursday. Oh my god, wow. Right? Under 10 days. <laughs> and by amazing. the way, created 35 million just under oh 70 gross. So but yeah, guys, we're under we're under 10 days. Can you believe that? I'm so excited. Where were you? I got. I'm gonna ask this. Where were you guys when you heard when you first heard the that Lucasfilm was sold to Disney and Star Wars Episode Seven in 2015? Do you remember? I know the. I remember the exact time and place I was. So that was pretty much a dumb question. Of course, you did. Yeah, I can't remember. I don't remember. When did it? When was it announced? It was October 2012. I think October 30th. Mm. October 2012. Let's see. I was a freshman in college. Mm. Oh, high school. Yeah, I I remember like that exact like I was just scrolling through Twitter or something. I saw this thing. It said episode Star Wars episode seven coming twenty fifteen. Lucasfilm bought by Disney. I'm like, what? I'm like, this is gotta be like a prank or something. Yeah. So I'm like looking through other websites and I see it on every site. I'm like, holy, oh my god, this is real. <laughs> and so I, then I'm like, like I was just like chilling. I was like in a really relaxed mode. I was just like lying on my couch. I jump off my couch. Wow. I run upstairs, grab, get onto my computer. I'm looking through all this stuff, and I'm like freaking out. It, it was like the, it was like Christmas two months early. It was awesome. That's great. <laughs> I was actually I was after school serving an in school suspension or after school suspension. Um, What'd you, you do, do, Mason? Uh, well, Why I did Doug Burnett and get you in trouble for it. I technically here's the story. <laughs> there was this kid that was antagonizing me, and he'd been antagonizing antagonizing me for forever. So I I grabbed an eraser. And I threw it as hard as I could at his head. And I just hit him in the nose. So he came over and punched me. And then, like, he tried to, like, pull me in the bathroom. And he, like, really, he and his friends, like, tried to gang up on me. And, like, the lacrosse team was, like, 
back in the off. It was weird. And so... The for, lacrosse team. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, I was friends with lacrosse people, and they saw what was going on. They just sort of formed a half circle around my locker where they were trying to beat me up or whatever. So Damn. I got it. But all, I got... The only punishment I got was an in-school suspension with my favorite teacher. So I, I think it worked. turned out okay. But... <laughs> Jeez, I don't know how we. I didn't. I didn't plan on telling that story, but uh, that's did. Well, that now is, we know. Yeah, I was sitting there. <laughs> we were chilling, and Danny Bradshaw, Jake Cody, you know him, and I was like, "Hey, look at that, Star Wars, fun." Dan Bradshaw. Danny Bradshaw. That's your, that's your favorite teacher, really. Yeah, he was my favorite. Oh, he's great. Hope he's listening. Love you, dude. Never, never had him as a teacher, but great man, beautiful soul, all that good stuff. But yeah, that was yeah, man, three years ago. This has been a really long process and they only they only announced casting in the movie in april 2014 because that was my birthday so yep. this has been a really been quite a process i remember where i was when i saw the first trailer oh yeah where was that i was walking from <laughs> outside nice. a building on campus called old main to another building to print something out i don't remember what i was printing out but my friend texted me and goes hey did you see the new Star Wars show? I was like, what? <laughs> I watched it. I felt feelings. I texted him back. I'm so happy. <laughs> it looked so... Oh, that first trailer is still the best. I th- I like the second one more, but... Which, the, tr- the like, the first teaser or the first actual, like, the like the one with... Kylo Ren. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Like, the lightsaber, I think. Yeah, the first actual trailer. Yeah, because that was in, like, that was at like Christmas time last year. Something like yeah. that. But yeah, that's pretty... Pretty wild, but yeah, guys, we're what are we at? Nine days, <laughs> nine days, single digits. Oh my god, single digits. Like it's just this is such a this is such an amazing time that we're living. Like don't don't take this for granted. Soak up every minute you possibly can. Like don't even go to sleep. Just sit here. This is the last time you guys are ever gonna be able to not to only have seen six Star Wars movies. Uh, from here on out, it's just gonna be uh, an assault from every possible angle. I'm so excited. I'm, so, I'm really, I'm beyond really excited for you guys. Hope it doesn't suck. It won't. But that's, say that. Way to say that, Cody, because that brings me up to something I sent you guys today. It's a. I never watched it, but oh, okay. I knew exactly what it was. That's why I didn't watch it. <laughs> yeah, it's a compilation of like news footage of people lining up for and just leaving Star Wars Episode One, and it was just, ooh, it was tough. It was really difficult to watch. Just the denial the in people's like, eyes. Yeah. Did you watch it, Josh? I watched. I watched it. Uh, I watched parts of it, then I skipped to the last one where there was the <laughs> one guy who was just like, "It's I'm down, George Lucas." <laughs> he asked for them to make a public apology. <laughs> yeah, I'm just so glad I was five years old when that movie came out. Oh my gosh! Like, could you imagine being an adult fan since like Empire, and then you have to see the Phantom Menace? I know. I feel like we. I feel like my, me especially. I just forget sometimes of how great, like. How much of a letdown and how great of a you know care like just build up there was for this for episode one. It's pretty crazy. It's like the most it was. I mean, maybe up until now, like the most anticipated movie like ever. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a very gradual come down. I think came in the in the following weeks. Just like oh wow. But do you guys expect that? I mean, even if I mean, I think we're all in agreement that at the very worst, episode seven is going to be really really good. Yeah, exactly. Probably. And I'm sure there's still some asshole critics that'll be, it was just another Star Wars movie. Yeah, actually, that, that's... Four out of ten. Yeah, gonna, let them think whatever they want. Play. So, now we're nine days before Star Wars. 
and I'm going to get a pen, one second, and actually I can use my phone. Uh, I want everyone to predict what the final score on Rotten Tomatoes for episode 7 will be. And we're going to see how it stacks up. That, that'll be fun. Let's also do the opening weekend. Okay, yeah, yeah, sure, let's do that. Uh, worldwide or just the States? Uh, I guess worldwide. Okay, all right. Uh, so I will go first. I'm going to say opening weekend. Let's see, what Jurassic World do? Uh, 6.25, right? Oh, I'm talking about worldwide. Oh, you know, uh, I, I just, do, just do domestic then. Okay, um, domestic. Uh, so opening weekend domestic. I'm going to say... I'm going to go 2.23. And then Rotten Tomatoes, 91%. Okay, Josh, you're up. All right, uh, opening weekend, I'm going to say 2... 47. Oh, wow. I think it's going to be huge. Yikes. Um, and then Rotten Tomatoes, I'm thinking 94. 94. Oh, that's, a, that's acceptable. That's very fair. That's that's uh, Dark Knight levels, too. Yeah. So, okay, Cody, what do you think? Um, I don't know about box office. I'm not going to comment on that. Oh, I come on. Even, you got I can't make a prediction. I don't know. Pick a number. Just pick a number. <laughs> what did you guys say? I said 223 and Josh said 247. So you can All right, 235. <laughs> split the difference. There you uh, go. <laughs> I think it'll be 92%. Okay, so we're all we're all in agreement that this is going to be successful as hell. I'm actually, I'm below as so cool. Empire Strikes Back has a 94. Mm-hmm. But that's with less critics, I, I believe. Yeah. Because, I mean, now, I think Spectre, just to, as, as, since that's the last humongous release, that got around 270 reviews, which is just insane. Yeah, this has... And that's your Spectre. That's your Spectre so, menu for this episode. Uh, or 82 reviews. Um, but still, no, I don't think that this movie will be better than Empire Strikes Back, because it's the perfect movie. But I think it'll be close. So, yeah. I have faith. I have faith that it'll be close. I don't want to like. I mean, all right. So the one I heard this from it was on it was on a show I watched on YouTube. Someone said that someone they talked to that is in Lucasfilm that has seen the movie, and they were saying it's like almost it's like on almost just below Empire Strikes Back level. Wow, which is exactly what I'm expecting. Yeah. So. Like yikes! But okay, now that's final. And that, those are some big that, words. Like that's just that's only one person's opinion. But like that's all that's the only thing I've heard. So yeah, we're are you start- guys gonna uh, read any reviews before it comes out? I don't I know. Will. Absolutely I will. not. I'm I just think. gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. I'm not even looking at the Rotten Tomato score. I'm I'm off social media for the next nine days. Well, so oh, I'm not. <laughs> you bring up a point, but the fact that the fact of the matter is, at least so far. I mean, granted, there's some people going to the world premiere, but. Most of the reviews really won't hit until Friday. Which is good, because I'm seeing it on Thursday. Exactly. So we won't probably won't have to worry about that. But Well, I mean, because the first, the first screening is on the 14th. It's Monday, guys. That's a, that's uh, a tough week. Oh, my, oh my God, that is Monday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, yikes. Wow. So, but that actually brings us to our first bit of news here is... Um, I mean, this whole process, everybody's just kind of had their ears perked for whatever George Lucas says or does. It's yeah. kind of like the ex-wife. And he's seen the movie, and here's what he had to say. He didn't go into specifics. So at Kennedy Center Honors in Washington on Sunday, he replied to ask him if he's seen the movie. He said, or about the movie, he said, I think the fans are going to love it. It's very much the kind of movie they've been looking for. 
<laughs> which is this the saddest thing ever. Ever sad. sad? That poor guy. Uh, I feel bad for him, but at I the same time, it's like, dude, it's his own fault. <laughs> yeah, you sold the company. You you know, I I think he knows he. Mm-hmm. Maybe he messed up by not, wrecking the uh, original trilogy. I don't want to say he messed up because to say someone made a mistake and you know, and making a movie, he chose to make the movies that way. Those are his movies, and he has every right to make them his way. But they weren't great, and I think he knows that maybe he could have done better. So, you know, I I don't know. I'm kind of torn. Whether I should like feel totally bad for him or not, guy still has more money than God, so true. I think we're fine. <laughs> but to be fair, I don't know how much money God has. He, <laughs> if it's a lot or true. not, but maybe he's just really good at wheeling deal on stocks. You never know. Let's keep this secular. Made, so he made four and a half billion from the deal alone. So and that was and that was lower. <laughs> that was like a low ball offer too. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, I th- I think the fans are gonna love it. It's 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 very much the movie, <laughs> the kind of movie they've been looking for. I heard that when he uh, <laughs> when someone asked if he saw it, he's like, it was all right, or it was good, or something like that. Just something so like shrugging off the question, like what a jerk. God, I wish I made this movie. But, I mean, really, let's if you really think about it, he took a very from from a story perspective, he took a very mathematical approach to how he constructed a new hope. That's just so. I mean, the fact the fact that it, the fact is he's a very much an X Y, but not very uh, good with the Ys. You know, he just doesn't. Yeah, whenever you're mathematical about a movie, I think that's usually going to be your downfall. But we talked about Star Wars at length, so refer to that episode for full thoughts. <laughs> I know, I've I've found myself thinking a lot about George these last few few days. Old George. I mean, what's going through his head? It's just. It's crazy. He made the biggest thing ever, and now he's not. And now it's it's happening without his involvement. I mean, he, I mean, it's just him. It's it's no different than you know a kid letting their par- their or a parent letting their kid go off on their own life. I mean, it's his kid. It's his baby. He Drop, made it. Dropping it off to college. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's going on to do bigger and better things. Yeah. Poor guy, though. Ugh, yeah. I feel, can't help but feel a little bit of sympathy for him. But... Yeah. Then again, he did uh, he did create Jar Jar. So did you see there was a, I don't remember what the interview was. Someone asked something about his favorite character or something, and he said Jar Jar. <laughs> uh, what an asshole! I can't believe it. <laughs> that's a gr- I, honestly I love him for that though. That's that's such a Jim Halford kind of like thing. as much as I hate Jar Jar, man I hate Jar Jar. Um, <laughs> like just the fact that he is kind of like, like he, he does kind of like. Like um, part of me is like you're you're a dick for doing that. Before he's like, you know what, we've given you so much crap, you've earned it at this point. So the best response. <laughs> but I mean, you can't really hate Jaga that much since he's the new antagonist of the Star Wars movies. So. Oh my God, shut up. <laughs> yeah, I, I would love if Lucas got um, a forehead tattoo that just says mini chlorians. I would cry. Oh Shows God, up to God. the premiere, full tux, mini chlorians tattooed on his. Do you think <laughs> they're? Do you think they're ever gonna bring those up? again god no absolutely not and you I mean, can um disguise it in a lore way saying oh we don't know how the force works everyone whoever did kind of died mm-hmm. so i don't i don't want them to just retcon it because i mean they're established they're they i don't like it but they exist they're part of you know the world i'd say so. 
the best way to, to if you want to address it, which I don't think they're going to, you kind of just let it be. People forget, maybe, eventually. I guess, yeah. But um, go back and be like, well, like maybe when somebody's explaining what Jedis are to you know, Finn and Rey or whomever, just be like, oh, well, you know, we used to think that it was mathematical, but, you know, now, but we then we realize the Force is just this awesome thing. Because, what at this point, how long ago is Phantom Menace? Uh, almost 15 like years, 50 I think. 50 years? 50 years. Uh, we're, talking, we're talking in lore, right? Not, yeah. Yeah, 50. 50 years, something like that. So that's, like, that's a long time in science, I mean, yeah. in, realistically. We found out it's not little weird bacteria stuff. Yeah. We don't know what it is. It's God. <laughs> it's religion. Jesus, man. Watch the movie. Spooky religions. I still Anakin being born like as a Jesus child still bugs me to this day. I still don't understand that. Like why? Just give him a dad. Just say, Oh yeah, he's dead. And it's easy. There there was He's half Batman. Then have you <laughs> Have you guys seen um it's a stupid movie, Scary Movie Two, I think. Uh, I must have. I've seen all of them, but okay. There's a scene in, I don't remember which one it is, there's a scene in one of them where one of the girls is getting, like, raped or something by a ghost. <laughs> Do you remember that scene? Yeah, yeah, that's two. That's what I ever thought of whenever I was thinking about Shimi getting pregnant from the force. <laughs> oh my god. Those scary movies, um... Oh, they're terrible. I actually really like Scary Movie 3. I know, I was just about to say that, that's hysterical. Oh, that was actually at the end? really good, like... I think all those movies are horrible. Dude. No, no, no. Later on, I think after four, they kind of start to stink. But honestly, give if you find if you catch Scary Movie three on like TV or something, watch give it, it a watch. Charlie Sheen is hilarious in it. That's that was an Academy Award deserving role. Absolutely, the beginning of Scary Movie four too. True. How many how many of those things are there now? Uh, like, five, too many. Six maybe. <sighs> God damn. And if you don't count their stupid like haunted house movie with the, that wayne's brother that no one likes mm, god or um about all those spooky movies i can't stand so mm. spooky movies yeah. after after um well I, that's odd that you wouldn't like the scary movies because they critique horror films because it because they're not funny they're just like what oh man not, scary movie not, is great no, scary movie think, three is the obvious exception to all I thought of these. the first and second scary movie were okay for what they were and had oh. some good laughs but every other like modern day spoof movie like i can't stand them like we uh the one that made front of 300 <laughs> what was it called meet the spartans meet the oh spartans. God, was, that movie was so dumb was... uh, and, then, and then epic movie with yeah. jack sparrow and the whatever the hell that was that one was dumb the bear really? was seen like I, I love, I love like Spaceballs yep. and Naked Gun. Those are the good oh, movies. Spaceballs, Naked Gun, Airplane. Those are the yeah. best. We, I feel like we need another, we need another one of those from a good. No, it's, that genre is dead. No, like okay, imagine a Phil, Phil Lord, Chris Miller spoof movie. They kind of are sort of doing it with their Jump Street movies. That is true. They are spoofing action comedies. And yeah. Stuff like that. But give me another Mel Brooks movie. He's still alive, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Not really though. Not really though. He's not, he he's not creatively like, alive. Last thing he did was like get smart. Yeah, so. that's true. But I want to watch him. I've never seen Blazing Saddles all the way through. I want to watch like all of his movies. Yeah. I've only ever seen Spaceballs all the way through. But watch like, History of the World Part yeah, One. I want to see that so bad. <laughs> Best so title cool. ever. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> was there ever a part two? No. Oh, I think that's the joke. Say that <laughs> That's brilliant. Oh man. But um, yeah, so there's a couple. Uh, little things we can touch upon briefly. Um, firstly, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. You guys like him, right? Love him. Love him. Good. Good, good, good. 
Uh, he is gonna. He's signed on to a a movie called The War Magician, or as I like to call it. Um, we, now we have to wait longer for a new season of Sherlock, and it's about. Let's see. It's pretty much the imitation game, but with magicians. I think. Yeah, it's like they use illusions to conceal equipment and troops, as well as fake targets to fool the enemy. All right. Is that based in reality? Um, yeah, apparently. God, World War II was so weird. When is the well going to dry from World War II movies? Never. Yeah, probably. As long as, like, a Saving Private Ryan comes along every few years. Mm. Or Fury. Fury was just Saving Private Ryan and Tanks, but... I had a a really good idea for for a movie that I want to share with you guys. Mm -hmm. So, you open... The movie starts with uh, Joseph Coney in the forests of Africa. You know uh, the Coney 2012 guy? Yeah, that guy. Okay. Except, and boom, explosion. It blows up, he dies. All right. Then he goes to hell, and Hitler's there, and all like the history's bad guys there, and they have to decide whether he's evil enough to be in hell. In the hell club? Oh, my God. The evil club, right? Like Yeah. It's like a click. Oh, hell's high school. I love it. <laughs> oh, my God. How many people did you kill? Oh, really? <laughs> but they were children, yeah. Yeah. And oh, that's bad. That's real bad. Genghis Khan's like, yeah, three, like 100 million people are related to me, bro. Okay? I killed literally everybody. Get out of here. Like that. God, I, want it. I want this so bad. <laughs> I feel like that'd be a fun thing to do. Oh, man. Just oh, it'd worth so it. would be so offensive. Yeah, but like, oh, Bin Laden's there. All the, all everybody's there. Because... I starved 30 million Ukrainians. It was great. What'd you do? Oh, I want this. <laughs> I want this so bad. <laughs> There's something to be said for turning uh, the worst of mankind's villains into absolute idiots. I always find that funny. Oh, my God. It'd be like in South Park with us, Saddam Hussein. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and he's got, like, the Canada mouth kind of thing where he's just pictures. Oh, man. So but start anyways. writing it. I'll give you a hand. I just want a story credit. I'll okay. So <laughs> you, you ask, ask and you shall receive. Um, yeah. So, yeah, uh, we also have confirmation that... Christopher McQuarrie is coming back for Mission Impossible. Did we talk about this last week? Yeah, we did. Okay, well, uh, here's another good sign. Looks like Rebecca Ferguson's going to be back. Really? They're they're looking into it, um, and I'm I gotta say, pretty psyched. She's great. Uh, she's got a couple a couple little um, uh, scheduling things. One of which uh, Cody and I are going to hit on in just a second because we have some we have a little discussion to have but um so i guess i guess she's gonna be i guess she'll be the next kind of member to join the team more the merrier but do, do you think they're gonna have to kill somebody though i don't think so i mean they could just write somebody out like uh ving rames's character he wasn't really in the fourth one they could just write her someone out yeah i think he needs to work though <laughs> what does ving rames do honestly doesn't he do the arby's commercials Oh, that's him? I think someone told me that that was him. Wow. Good for him. But it's oh, great. Absolutely him. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Wow. How great was he in Pulp Fiction, though? Can we just... Oh, my God. He was great. Salus <sighs> Wallace. Oh. Hey, man. You all right? Nah, man. I'm pretty fucking far right, what's, from okay. What's your theory on the bandage on Marcellus Wallace's neck? Do you think it's his soul? What's going on? Oh, Josh, what do you think? I have no. I haven't seen the movie in forever, so yeah. I don't know. 
Well, they like they open up the case and there's just like shimmering gold, and people think it's his soul or something like that that's been extricated and put into a briefcase. I don't know. There's a bunch of weird stuff going on. All right, I'm, I've never heard that. Oh really? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. wow. You never wonder what's in the case. I know. I, th- I just thought it was gold bars. To tell you the truth. Oh no, they never say. And somebody says like, "Oh, it's his soul," because apparently, I don't know what we're talking about this for. This is, but whatever. Uh, this is not the Pulp Fiction podcast. Yeah. Well, that's what I thought. But big rains. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, there's some. Uh, there's like an old like wives' tale or something like that that says the soul comes out of the neck, and that's and they saw the bandage on his neck. It's like, why would you have a bandage on your neck? What happens to your neck? You know. And they they right into it it's like oh well maybe his cell got taken out, hmm. which is cool. Let's ask Quentin Tarantino. I hope I hope Tarantino's last movie is like a story connecting every every single movie because he always has all little Easter eggs <laughs> that make me happy. Well, if it would be like a um oh, what's that movie with Tom Hanks? What? Uh Cloud Atlas, <laughs> kind of like that. <laughs> Where it keeps switching between like the old West and that'd be funny. 1994 LA. You guys like Cloud what? Cloud Atlas? I didn't and see it. What I could understand, I enjoyed it. But I loved it. That movie's That's... very complicated and requires more than one viewing. I think it's a great movie. But and uh, Josh, I know this will make you happy. Sophia Batella is set yep. to star as the Mummy in the Universal's Monster reboot. Yep. Which Tom Cruise is also circling. She was also she was in Kingsman as uh, early in the year. How psyched are you about this? I loved her in Kingsman, and I think she'd be an awesome mummy. So I am very excited if this actually goes through. Uh, I think it'd be really cool to see. I'm getting really, really interested in this mummy movie. Mm-hmm. So as this whole monster universe they're putting together so far, this is the cast they're looking to get for you know just their first movie. I think it's looking like a could be something really cool. Yeah, she was. What, what was her name in Kingsman? She was like, um, or something. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, I just I, remember her as awesome, kick-ass girl with, with knife swords legs. for legs. Yeah. Where is she from? Yeah, that was a really... I mean, as far as opening scenes go, you can't really beat Kingsman in terms of, wow, that's wow. unexpected. Yeah. And now, cool. That scene in the church is by far the best part of the entire movie. That's like one of the best scenes ever. <laughs> uh, her name was Gazelle. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Well, that doesn't really make sense, but... I think so. Oh. Kangaroo doesn't sound as cool, but... <laughs> um yeah so let's so oh one more thing movie about the mummy right so yeah i can assume i have a couple should... things before we get to the big one too oh well, I, okay yeah go ahead uh did you want to do your other thing first or? uh no we'll save it Here. okay um so what is it uh so there i had a trailer did you guys see the trailer for the nice guys yes how great is that that looks incredible oh my god uh cody did you see it I don't think so. Oh, dude. Why? Gotta, it's, it looks so good. Ryan Gosling is the best. I I'm glad he's doing big movies again. Like that scene where he's where he's he's like, no, 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 and he's like shaking his head. That was so funny. Or in the bathroom? Yeah. Is it the same one? Yeah. Yeah, it's the same one. Never mind. Uh, the, the the shot that sold me was the um was the two guys falling out of the window. One went into the pool and one didn't. Yeah. I was just like, okay, I I'm in for this. Fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It looks so fun. I, I like Shane Black. I don't. I know it's not popular opinion. I like Iron Man three. So. Ugh, Ugh. Wrong. gross. But, but, I mean, that doesn't say he's an awful director. Yeah. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang, yo. Yeah. Um, and then a couple. I have two other things. Uh, another um, thing is uh, okay. Uh, so we might have a potential director for Black Panther. Mm-hmm. And uh, that would be the. 
one we just talked about last week, uh, Ryan Coogler. Totally, man. I mean, that's... I, 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 I thought that movie was already being made. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding? That's, so he's going to be in a movie this year, or next year, and they haven't even started his movie yet? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That's the first... Oh, no, it's not the first time they've done it, but... Hmm. It's an interesting, uh, interesting choice. I just can't help but notice... Why is it that when stuff like Wonder Woman or Black Panther or I'm assuming Captain Marvel gets announced, everybody jumps on, okay, who are some black or female directors that can do this? Like, it just seems so weird. Like, what is, what is the fact that Ryan Coogler and is, like, it just seems like there's this weird racial and, se- and like, you know, gender. I, there, I, I, so I put is. ourselves in this, like, in this point of view with, like, oh, well. Only a black person could direct this, or only a female could direct another female. It's like, no, you're right, actually. That it's kind of a weird double standard, too. Yeah. Because if they got a white man to direct the movie, that movie in particular, let's say Black Panther, people would probably be pissed, mm-hmm. um, depending on who it was. It just it seems like, you know, they're like, okay, you can direct a big movie, but it has to be with a black character. Sorry. Like, it's, I don't know, it's, it's always strange to me that they pigeonhole people like this. Like, Catherine Bigelow, for instance, she was always, she's been rumored forever to do Wonder Woman or something like that. It's like, what's, what are you doing? Stop. I mean, I don't, I, th- th- I think there's a whole discussion to be had. I have a huge, I have a huge issue with certain things like that. Yeah. Looking past all that, just looking at the director, talent-wise. Oh, yeah, talent wise, a great choice. I mean, so. He's a, he's a great choice for anything. This is yes. Ryan Coogler, right? The guy who directed Creed? Creed, yeah. So, I could, I'm already a giant fan of him. I haven't only seen one of his movies, but I love him. Mm-hmm. He's my new favorite director. <laughs> Just kidding, but I want to watch his other movie now. So now you're giving him Chadwick Boseman as a lead, which mm-hmm. is awesome. With the so far, Black Panther's looking like a total badass. Mm-hmm. So oh give God, him yeah. give him all that to work with in the whole mythology of Black Panther, and I am excited. A little annoyed we got to wait till 2018. Yeah, that's true. It's still, I think that's gonna be really exciting. But so. here's my question. Yeah. Do you think they'll find a way to get Michael B. Jordan into Black Panther? <laughs> I think my my thing I like I think he's probably trying to get find a role for him, but like I kinda want Michael B. Jordan to be a leading role if he gets another like uh superhero movie or something. Like I think he's like I don't like I know it's like he should, you know, if he it's a good supporting role, he'll play it, but like I just I'd rather see him like in a lead of something. No, oh. I mean absolutely. The the joke was that <laughs> Michael B. Jordan's been in both of his movies. Yeah, I know, I know. So <laughs> I just, I totally think he's going to find a role for him. Really? I hope so. That's pretty they crazy. seem to be but... friends. But, yeah, we, uh... do, we definitely do. Somebody needs to have that conversation about, you know, how we always pigeonhole black directors with black roles or female directors with female. Things, I've heard it. I've heard it from both sides of the argument. Um, and I what, un- what other side I, of the argument is I, there? I understand the book. So there's the side where, you know, get the best person for the job. And I'm completely with that. Mm-hmm. That's That's my side of it. Then you have the people that are like, you know, we more kind of the representation of, you know, people of color and females in the director's chair. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, what better way to do it than give them a black character or give them a female character? I don't like that. I think that's a weird way to go about it. Just give them give a them good a movie. movie. <laughs> give them a good script. Who cares? Why does it need to be? You're trying to make it about some kind of empowerment movement. Just make it a freaking awesome movie. That's all you need to worry about. That's all I care about. I, when I go to see Black Panther, I'm not looking at it 
as some kind of big empowering thing for, you know, people of another race that maybe want to see a superhero like that. I'm happy for them that they're happy about that, but that's not why I care. And that's not why I relate to this character or I'm interested in this character. I'm interested in this character because he's awesome Mm -hmm. and has a really cool history and he just he has a great director leading him and he has a great actor playing him and that's why i'm going to see it and so. he's a cat ninja i mean <laughs> he's a cat ninja exactly that's pretty much that's Panther. pretty much the perfect person honestly that's all, all he needs to be in all the movies but no that's just that's just something that's always been bugging me and it, i mean it just seems like people aren't really talking about it like oh well here because if you try to bring it up you're a racist so. exactly it's crazy and i'm not even I'm, and i'm on their side i was like well you shouldn't get this just because you're black you should get it you should get anything just because you're a good director and exactly. he's got the he's got the pedigree for it you could have a case for directing avengers i mean why the heck not the the guys from uh, captain america are, they have no they don't have an action background outside of that but then, but then you look at it at the same time it's like i don't know if i can make a total big issue about it because yeah they got their probably it's not official yet but say they get him yeah they got a black director but you know they got a white director doing ant-man and iron man and captain america and thor so Mm -hmm. you know i don't think it's i mean i just kind of i think we need to move kind of we just need to move forward just you know what i mean it's 2015 making issues out of non-issues i understand now star wars star wars needs to set the precedent yeah if once they do it everyone will follow and i thought marvel would be doing the same thing like you look at look at star wars you have a female lead they're not making this like this is one of my issues with the supergirl show which I've seen bits of and I actually kind of enjoy, but I don't really watch it. Um, the first pilot episode was so much about girl power and, you know, showing what girls can do. It's like, so, well, like, eye-roll-inducing. That is the uh, essence of Supergirl as a character. I know, which is why, one of the reasons I like <laughs> Supergirl. Um, but, you know, I just I just think she's a Superman ripoff and whatever. But Obviously. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's, I, that's a whole other thing. Anyway, um, but it's... Just, just you know, again, just let's get like you have J.J. Abrams. He got a female lead for Star mm-hmm. Wars. They don't care. Hashtag boycott Star Wars. <laughs> and then you yeah. just like, and that's, not that's what they did for Finn too. He, yeah, he, Finn. He they wrote him like without Finn. any words or anything, and they just cast John Boyega. Yeah, who cares? He's, he's right for the role. A lot of people care, unfortunately. I'm Trump's, not one of them. Trump supporters. And I'm not. I'm not saying like diversity isn't something that's important because but, it is. Yeah, it's totally important. But it's not like when it comes to filmmaking and storytelling, it's not the number one priority. Mm-hmm. Storytelling should be the yes priority, yeah. and then it isn't always, which is unfortunate. Yeah. So that's just been. Stuck in my craw. We're done for the cynical half hour. Yeah. No, no, we got it coming up. But uh, I have one more thing before we get to the other thing, and then the big thing you were gonna get to. Nice. Um. So I have. So uh, Friday the Thirteenth. One, the probably the one I'm excited about, and you guys probably don't care about. I'm assuming. Right. Um. (laughs) uh, We have the director that was gonna direct it has now dropped out, which is kind of a bummer. But oh no. I don't know why. I'm torn about how he was going to direct it, but I was kind of excited about him. But now we have a new writer, and this has me so happy because it's the writer of Prisoners. Oh, Aaron Gazakowski or whatever. Yes. Oh, yes. Please. I'm so excited to see him take on Fred, or not Freddy, uh, Jason. So, yeah, uh, I think that's going to be really cool. I'm, I, I like this franchise a lot. So. How great was Prisoners, by the way? 
It's incredible. Favorite Still episode. haven't seen it. Ah, it was on at work 20. the other day. I, I had it on there. I wasn't watching it, though. You've seen Sicario. You need to see Prisoners. I'm going to see better. it. Okay, guys. It's not better, but it's it's close. I wasn't ever going to say I wasn't going to see it. I still really want to see the movie. It just was on, and there's a lot of yelling in it. That's what I noticed. Jake Jake Gyllenhaal is fantastic. Oh, my. He's a really good actor. He's so cool, too. Like, he's got his slick back hair and, like, the knuckle tattoos. He's awesome. But, but yeah, that is a great sign. Yeah. You must be really torn up about the fact that Denis Villeneuve is doing the next Blade Runner, Josh. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm i only excited for it because he's directing it. I think he'll probably do a better job than Ridley Scott did. Not so. even not even for, not even for excited for Gosling? Like, I like Gosling. I'm not like a yeah. giant fan. Is it fan. a sequel or a reboot? It's a sequel. Mm-hmm. I should watch Blade Runner. <laughs> Good movie. Good movie. Boring movie. But uh, before we get to the big uh, issue task at hand, Cody, I want to talk to you real quick and get a catch-up. Uh, we've been talk- texting back and forth a little bit. Uh, how are you doing on the snowman? 15 minutes left in the audiobook. Okay. Needless to say, I know everything that happens. I know all of the... Uh, Wait, actually, where where are you? Has... What, mean, what, it, be as vague as possible. What what has just happened? Um, The guy is on the top of the mountain... At the very end. Mountain. Oh, oh, you mean? I think you mean the clock tower or something. Whatever. Yeah. The okay. High, the high thing. Okay. Yeah. After that big part with the snowman. Right. How great is that? Oh my god. What? I'm so excited for this movie now. My my palms were sweating when I read that. Like it was so cool. Like oh my god, Harry Hole is awesome. Yes. Who's who's doing this movie again? Um, Th- Thomas Alfredson of Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy fame. Okay. And Rebecca Ferguson slash Michael Fassbender. Cool. I like those two. Oh, man. This is like one of my... playing Harry Hole, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. He's going to kill it. This is going to be my dream movie. Like, whenever oh, this comes out. One of my favorite directors, two of my two awesome actors. I'm going to cry. But I'm just, I'm so glad that you, that you liked it and read it. And, oh. It is so messed up, but it is so awesome. Really? Like, oh. Uh, I it's know. It's great. It's a part of like a whole series. I think there's like twelve Just books. Like eight, I think eight yeah. or nine. It's a lot. It's of ridiculous. Them. I don't plan on reading any of the other yeah, ones, I but think you're, you're good with the snowman. Unless I read something, another one that is just. They as keep good. referencing one that takes place in Australia a lot. Yeah, that's like a good book. Like to read that, but we'll see. I have other things I need to read. Yeah, like that. Um, the Thrawn trilogy. I mean, I need yeah. to move on to that. Nice. But I'm really, I'm really glad you enjoyed it. You could. Uh, Enlighten somebody else in the snowman. Now you just got to pass it along. Yeah, I somebody. will. <laughs> Get somebody else to read it. But, um, but yeah, Josh, I hope that if, if this doesn't convert you, I don't know what will, but I guess we'll talk about it when the movie comes out. Yeah, I'll see the movie. Probably not going to read the book. Ah, bro. I like to see the movie and judge the movie on its movie. That's true. But Anyways, uh, but hey, you, you judge us a movie off of its screenplay, so if the screenplay is based off a book, then you can kind of judge it by that. Got him. I guess. <laughs> I that's just, a weak I was, argument, but I just don't a... want to know what happens like beforehand. Yeah, well, that's weird because we're about to talk about the Batman v Superman trailer. So. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> oh, that was good. Thank you. All right, I'm good. See you guys. Um, All right, yeah, just, we should end it now. Yeah. No one's ever going to get a better segue. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, guys, um, we got some split opinions. This is pretty cool. Uh, I don't know if we'd say it's as split as originally we thought. Okay. Oh. Rethink. Uh oh. Uh-oh. 
Uh-oh, somebody reconsidered. <laughs> All right, um, then I guess, Josh, let's start with you. I'm curious to see what you have to say. All right, so this is one of those times where, obviously, this is my, no matter what, this is my most anticipated movie next year. Cool. I mean, it's Batman, Superman. Like, I want to see this. But this is one of those times where you get caught up in the hype, mm-hmm. and then you revisit it, and you're like, okay, okay, uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, so, I, you see, I went through the same thing, except mine happened in a, a span of about an hour. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it took me about a day or so to kind of start. Okay, so I I, will, I don't hate this trailer. Mm-hmm. I really don't. I think it's a... I don't think it's a good trailer. Just, I'm just talking about the, as a trailer, like trailer. put together as a trailer right now. I think that's an important thing that we should limit our discussion yeah. about. Um, Let's just all... I don't know about you, Mason, but I know me and Josh, we're both excited for the movie. I'm honestly at this point, I'm not. I'm not looking forward to it very much. Like I'm gonna go see this. I'm gonna be there probably opening night. But as it stands right now, I mean, I'm kind of indifferent towards it at this point. Was it this trailer that made you that way? Because were you looking forward to it beforehand? Or? Um, I was looking for. I was looking forward to it beforehand, but I gave it the benefit of the doubt of Batman, and this trailer just lost it for me. I just like this isn't. I'm not, I just didn't, I'm not buying this, but, you know, well, we'll get to that in a minute. I okay, want you we'll to okay, keep, okay. Yeah, keep, but anyway. Uh, so that's just, just a, that is just important to okay, remember. Just, yeah. just in the trailer, I think this was, a lot of this was kind of poorly put together. I think the editing was all over the place. I think they tried to, this is my main thing. They tried to show everything that they, they tried to show every aspect that they could and every type of tone they're good. And you can't do that in three minutes. You can't, you cannot successfully portray everything you want to portray in three minutes without it feeling like a cluttered mess Mm -hmm. and that's what this trailer was it was a cluttered mess that feels like it shows the first two acts and then the beginning of the third act of the movie so that's that's i think that's the main issue with it is that it tries to show you every aspect and it's just too much for a trailer because you can make all this everything in this trailer it could work in a context of a two-hour Two hour, 30, 40 minute movie. Yeah, of course. It's a lot, it's a lot of stuff, but you can put that in a two hour, something a minute movie. So the the whole people have been saying, oh, now it looks like it's gonna be another Spider Man three. I don't buy into that for a second, because I think mm. I think this can absolutely work. Um the other the other uh, I think uh, thing is, yeah, they show they 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 showed it, they showed Doomsday. So they, they showed mistake. no, they showed a bastardization of Doomsday. Okay. Oh, well we'll get clear. to that, we'll get to that in a second. That okay. I didn't have a big problem with, but uh, my issue, it's not so much that they showed the big, you know, physical threat, um, because let's be real. We all knew they were going to face something big. I did. Like, I honestly, I honestly, I, I, I swear to you, before this trailer, I I legitimately thought, I said, they're not going to use Doomsday. Not, not no Doomsday way. per se, but something. No, it, I honestly didn't. I didn't even think that. I, I thought the main conflict of this movie would be Batman and Superman. I thought... And the beginning of the third act would be Batman versus Superman. And then, obviously, they mend fences towards the end. I honestly, I didn't think they were going to go Doomsday. I really didn't. It's called Dawn of Justice, and Wonder Woman has a, you know, major role. I know. But I still, I I was convinced that they wouldn't. Okay, well, that's, okay, well, that's another thing. Because, you know, obviously, you know, main, other, a lot of other people didn't know. Yeah. But, anyway, besides that, you can't advertise a, make a movie... Because up until about two and a half minutes, I think this was a solid trailer mm-hmm. with some problems. And then the third, like the big reveal at the end, totally knocked it down for me. Yeah. Um, and I think um, 
they should when you're calling it's not called Dawn of Justice Batman v Superman. It's Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. You have you have to keep your focus on what you're advertising. And they are tr- they're supposed to be advertising Batman v Superman and they drop the ball in that aspect. At least from what I'm seeing right here. You drop the ball in a lot of aspects, but yeah. uh, Cody <laughs> Cody what's uh, what say you? No, I'm 100%. I don't think that this was an awful trailer. Yeah. Let's get serious. It, it showed way too much. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it just it had tone issues. It didn't know if it wanted to be funny, if it wanted to be serious, if it wanted to be dark. You start off with some classical music and a witty banter between... Well, it is a Batman movie, so by law, there has to be a party scene. I mean, think it has about to, it. I mean, you can't oh, not. Think about it. Every single movie has <laughs> had a party scene. It's crazy. But anyways. So yeah, you got that. You have Lex Luthor cracking jokes, and then the music for the actual trailer starts, and it's oh, dark and gritty. Look at me, Christopher Nolan. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And I'm like, why? Pick a tone. Don't start with the classical music and the jokes. Like we know this movie's about Batman and Superman fighting. I don't want to see them talk. Mm-hmm. But my thing, I think my main issue with this whole thing, the entire uh, idea behind this movie is that they're trying to start at the end yep. of the arc, of any Batman arc that there ever should be. Like they, they're starting with The Dark Knight Returns. And no, See, I have not. no problem with that. I love that. I hate it. It's so dumb. Mm-hmm. Why would you start at the end? Because and now seen... there's nowhere for the relationship to go. Yes, it's supposed to be a tragic fight. This... And now they're, they're ad- adapting it into a different story. Into yeah, a different... Well... It was pretty good the way it started uh, the, in the original way. That's they, what adapting is. They cha- they cha- take things, they take liberties, they are inspired. And this isn't a Dark Knight Returns story. This oh, is pretty a, much is, Josh. No, it's not. It's you not. read the Dark Knight Returns? I've read it multiple times and I've seen the movie. It's okay. not in Dark Knight Returns. Great movie, by the way. But no, like, Batman, I mean, the, the costume is the same, for goodness it's, sakes. It, he said, Zack Snyder has said multiple times, it's heavily inspired by elements of it. It's obvious it is. Mm-hmm. This is not an adaptation of that story. Well, then why did they read a quote of it when they announced the movie? Yeah, that was the that was their first mistake. Yeah. Because they said... No, well, they're tying it together. Even if it isn't right now, they're, they're tying themselves together to a property that is a million times better than what they're putting out. And it's going to get compared to it. I, mean, just... I do. I am still gonna watch the movie. I'm so excited for it. I love Man of Steel. It's one of my favorite movies, superhero movies. Um, I think Ben Affleck's gonna be great. I just I don't like the the way this trailer presented its information, the new information that it was giving it. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. It was very sloppy. It was very poorly edited, and I just I don't like Doomsday. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think they could have uh, done a less, like a, a different villain. Honestly, I think Brainiac. I thought like Lex Luthor should have been the villain. Yeah, no. For Ghost, uh, Wonder Woman. She doesn't need to be in this movie. They shouldn't. This should not be the beginning of the uh, Justice League. Yeah, this whole the whole execution. Like, how many Marvel movies did did came out before Avengers? Was it four? It, Three or four. Yeah, or if not, yeah, five. There you go. A couple Iron Mans, Captain, uh, Thor, and then Incredible Hulk, kind of. Yeah, but so, you don't need to do that. Well, that's that's what they're trying. It's, called, to. it's world building. Yeah, they're gonna it's have necessary. six before Justice League comes out. I think something like that. I don't, you don't need six movies or five movies before you do your team up. Yeah. Well, I don't know. That's 
Plus, they're gonna they're having they're gonna have th- four total movies, with three main hero movies by Justice League. Mm, that's true. I got, I'd have to look at the schedule a bit more, but I don't know, just I guess from my perspective, it's just I'm I both despite I really didn't like how this trailer was put together, and the con and the content of it, I just was the only thing I didn't actively dislike was Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne, Batman. I'm still not sold, but. Just for instance, Jesse Eisenberg is Lex Luthor. This is, we got, like, back when he was announced, best case scenario, it was going to be a Mark Zuckerberg, you know, social network kind of performance. Worst case scenario was this, and we got oh, this will, to me. I, I would say that. Terrible. I think that this is, um, the way they portrayed him yeah. is a, uh, a good jumping off point. If they want to have any semblance of character development, Mm-hmm. Like, if they take it from him to the Lex Luthor we know, like, from what we can tell, this Lex Luthor is pretty happy. Yeah. I don't know if happy is the word. He's eccentric. happy, he's, he's upbeat. Let's, let's, I, I jump in there for a second for two, two things. One, uh, did you guys see the interview with, um, what's his name? The costume designer? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, he said, he confirmed, he is going to evolve. Like, he said it. He, they already have plans to have him evolve over the course of movies. So there's okay. that. I sure hope so. That's no. good. I think that's so, good. So, so the other I thing is the the other thing is this is not Lex the like the boys you know per guy. That's not him. That's his persona. That's him on what he how he presents himself to the public, because we've seen other bits of him where he's not the opposite of that. We've seen other. I, don't, I got a I got a little hint of that when he was when he was talking to Lois Lane. When he's like, uh, "Insane is a is a is a word for people with small minds or whatever, whatever yeah. that line was." And the line, the line that it's, it goes all the way back to the original teaser, where he's like, "Devils don't come from hell beneath us; they come from the sky." And that 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 line has been like the second I heard that line, I was sold on him as Lex Luthor, just the way he delivered it. Um, and when you hear that line, that's not that does not sound like the same person that's saying. You know, I I love bringing people together. You know, that does not sound like the same person. So it's it's totally a persona that he's putting on for the public to view him as a good guy. But even if it is, that's just that was cringeworthy to me. I just thought I was like that was painfully awkward to watch, and and especially the fact that he's going up against Ben Affleck. Like Ben Affleck brought it. Like he's brought it. Oh my God, is he good as Bruce Wayne? He's <laughs> so awesome. I want to see. I want I want the movie to be just him. I can't wait for the solo movies, but just compared to as how great Ben Affleck was and how great he looks, ugh, I just, I was just, Jesse Eisenberg, I was just like, what are you doing? You want to, you were nominated for an Oscar. This is not, you're not really showing it. To tell you the truth, I just hope he loses his hair by the end of the movie. Well, true. we've seen him without hair. Oh, yeah, that's true. We, yeah, we have. You know we well, have. I, I hope that happens by the end of the movie. Mm. I hate his hair. It's so stupid. <laughs> no one looks like that. That's true. No billionaire looks like that. But yeah, I, I just I mean, wanted to here. Let me put it this way, Josh. I think this is where we'll we'll uh, we'll cross paths. I guess uh, I want him to be. I, I think he should be a little bit more subtle. That's what I'm like. Okay, that's, that's okay. What, good. Well, I, in terms of what you're talking, because like like what I'm saying, like well, that whole isn't... persona is what I mean. It's just so okay, it's a, it's, okay. He's playing it up too much. I think. See, I don't mind that because it's a, it's a similar it's a what's the right word? It's a, um, well, it's a similar scenario to what Ben, what uh, Bruce Wayne does, you know, 
You know, he puts on okay. a persona okay. as Bruce Wayne. Right. And then when you really, the, I mean, the persona is Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. The character is Batman. Right. So I, I, I view him, I'm viewing him as, okay. uh, that, that's definitely what I, we're getting from this Lex Luthor. All right. Well, you, ju- that you, just, you just sold me just a, a little bit. All right. I can buy that. But I just want one more thing uh, before we end is let's just talk. Let's skip all everything and just go to Doomsday. All right. Let's do this. Uh, <laughs> how? What is that? That is so, not. I watch. I, I actually have the Death of Superman DVD. Oh, I like that movie. Interesting movie. I like it a lot. I like and it. And just. And I, I looked up Google Images, and I just did my due diligence, and I was just like, what? There's such a discrepancy between Doomsday in the comics and Doomsday in the movies. And I know it can't look the same, but if they're if they're willing to go the extra mile to make Ben Affleck's Batman suit as, as close to the original in Dark Knight Returns as possible, why not do the same for Doomsday? I, he looks stringy and weird and awful. I have... He looks like, he looks like that cave troll from The Fellowship of the Ring. That's what I've heard. Yeah. We've got a cave troll. Yeah, exactly. Um, but um, my th- I have couple thoughts on this one i'm not like i don't i originally when i, when I saw this like oh he looks awesome and then i like i was like okay no no he doesn't look completely like doomsday but like my only real issue with, like his look is like the cgi i just don't think it's that convincing i think it needs some touching up um but uh, if you really like doomsday dies and comes back at least this is what the comics are he dies every time he comes he dies and comes back he evolves oh so terrifying. so if that's what they're, if assuming he doesn't die in this movie, which I actually don't think he will, that I is think, another. That's another interesting point. I gotta say, you're you're turning me a little bit, man. Yeah, gotta gotta do some. I I analyze, I overanalyze trailers when I watch them. I shouldn't do it, but I do. Join the um, debate club. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm sure. I mean, that's honest. I, I honestly, I never even thought about that. That he was yeah. he would get stronger as time goes on. This is like yeah. a this is like a trial version. Doomsday. Like, let's say, put it in this scenario. Say they kill kill him in this movie. Oh and, yes, but he comes back in Man of Steel too. Oh yeah, or Justice League. Whatever. Or Justice League. So, yeah, I think he'd be, I think he'd be better suited for just Superman. Um, but so, and he comes back and he has you know the beard and he has the uh, the uh, the the shoulder uh, spikes. You know, yeah, those are cool. Yeah. Also, so, and, and if you right. look at if you look at what he has, he has like little bumps where those spikes would be, mm. and he has like kind of like um, craters on his chin. That's true. So things are, I think things are in place for something to happen there. Okay. So. All right. Well, I'm much more excited about this than I was 10 minutes ago. So thank you for that. Good, good. But, um, but yeah, as it stands, I guess I'm, I guess I'm excited about the movie again. I needed some talking about, <laughs> but. Uh, well, we can all agree that the trailer sucked. Yes, absolutely. I was, I can't say sucked, but I can say I was disappointed. Yeah. Okay. That was poorly constructed. But yeah. Exactly. That's like, that's not, uh, yeah. But I do want to point one thing out, and that's Ben Affleck as Batman. Okay, yeah, that's we did Batman. we did get our first uh, sound like we got the voice. Know, we got the voice a little bit, which like sounds it. okay. I like it. I like it. I really like it. But a Batman has a gun, and he's never used a gun. Only gun. He's used a gun. I know. That's that's <laughs> yeah. that very same comic book. He uses a gun exactly to shoot the helicopter. Like that's yeah. very simple, guys. Um, no, but one thing I noticed is like. This is, I guess this is a problem of the comic book, but these last two Batmans, Christian Bale included, the first time around, they've always had a really big head. Have you ever noticed that? Like, in Batman Begins, his head is just huge. 
Well, that's because it was that one solid piece. I know, and then here, his head is, like, huge. It's I've scary. noticed there was the one shot where it's kind of, he almost seems like his cheeks are, like, puffing out a little bit. Yeah, I was like, eh, let's, get that, let's get this taken care of. <laughs> I mean, eh. There's some Botox. By the way, did you... <laughs> but I'll, let me just say again for the record, I love Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne. No, oh, my scene, God. The opening minute of this scene, of this trailer, oh. it's Clark and Bruce, they're talking... That is incredible, and I want so much more of that. I love all that dialogue, all that awesome interaction stuff. Yes. And that little that little wink that was it didn't feel too on the nose, but it was perfect. That little subtle nod to the Joker. Mm. Oh, that was incredible. Oh, don't even get me started on that. I'm yeah. trying to be I'm trying to be in a good mood here. <laughs> don't even start. No. We talked about that, right? How awful the Joker looks. You know how incredible he looks. Uh, well, we, we I gotta say, talked about that. He's the he's the number one comic book villain of all time to wear sweatpants. That is unquestionable. And a pit coat. And have girls. Or not. Depending on Josh. What he says. But <laughs> All my theories yeah. seem to gonna come true. By the way, I just want to come I'm going to come to the movie's defense real quick about, about the fact that it's giving away everything. No, it's not. Because we still have Jenna Malone, Scoob McNary, don't know who they're playing, and then we haven't seen Aquaman yet. So, right? Or I'm, we don't know about Commissioner Gordon. Or... The, the Robin situation, all that kind of stuff. Like, there's a ton that they can go into. This is all true. I mm-hmm. the thing is, the reason this is the... And I'm like I've said, I am normally the one that says, no, this trailer did not give away the whole movie. We don't... No. This trailer goes plot point by plot point, showing us where the story goes until the third yeah. act. Yeah, pretty much. So, it gives the uh, basics. Well, yeah, there's it, a lot it, of little things that they can give you. They give us basically the, the, uh, the taco shell. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta get the taco. We don't know, you know, obviously there's a lot of details we don't know. We don't know, even though we can assume what the outcome of the movie is, mm-hmm. we don't know. We don't know all the little bits. We don't know who everyone's playing. We don't know how everyone, we don't even know how Wonder Woman is introduced exactly. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of stuff we don't know. But in general, I think it did show more or less the first two thirds or so of the movie. Nice. In a nutshell, to be, you know, objective. But. Mm. Um, and all, I, I, again, speaking of that, uh, what did you think of? We were going over the humor, even though even yeah. though it did feel out of place. Um, now, I'm really just talking about the the final scene, the the scene between Batman and Superman, where it's like she with you. I thought she loved you. I yeah. thought that was funny. That, that, was, that, was, that was pretty funny. That's not yeah. funny. But I, I need at least one uh, poop based pun for it to be funny. See, I'm I'm just glad that like because a lot of people are like oh, DC has no jokes they don't have fun I'm like yeah they do well they're not comic they're not you know Ant Man they're not they're not they're jokes are just kind of dark so the the best that they're the best that DC can hope for is a mild chuckle but like I've actually hurt myself laughing at Marvel movies before specifically the end of Ant Man well Ant Man <laughs> is everything because Paul Rudd yes. is yeah. everything Paul Rudd is the greatest actor to ever live. Um, um <laughs> that's like the, like if you look at the Dark Knight trilogy, there's humor in there. Like uh, no, it's not like a bat. This isn't a guy. Clearly has uh, nice mental coat. issues. I'm just in case. This isn't a guy. That's the best. I do that to my mom all the time. <laughs> oh no, we're she's like, bad. she's like, yeah, my dad has a truck and whenever we get into it, she's like let's, or she's like, uh, let's take the car. I was like, I, every time I go, this isn't a guy. <laughs> she's so mad. <laughs> Uh-huh. But anyways, um, yeah, let's, that's heck of a discussion, you guys. And yeah. uh, let's, if Josh, you're a trailer investigator, let's take a look at some actual real investigators in Spotlight. Nice. 
not as good as your other one, but I know I'm I'm gonna <laughs> try. <laughs> Keep practicing. <laughs> We've got two stories here: a story about degenerate clergy and a story about a bunch of lawyers turning child abuse into a cottage industry. Which story do you want us to write? Because we're writing one of them. I'm not crazy. They control everything. This is not just Boston. It's a whole country. It's a whole world. They knew, and they let it happen. It could have been you. It could have been me. It could have been any of us. All right. So, uh, yeah, guys, spotlight. Um... Whew, quite a movie. Not yeah. a bit of a downer. But Very depressing. Yeah, well, it's... It's a really interesting movie. Oh, oh it was great. Um, I saw this, actually... Oh, man, I saw this a couple weeks ago, almost. Like, oh, really? A long time ago. Yeah, I've seen... I saw this uh, down at Good you Old Cinema. And uh, I, I talked about it on the pod. I said it was Did great. You? I, don't, I don't know if you even said you saw it. Oh, gosh. Oh, I did. You did. Yeah. I remember. I almost went to Cinema Pop, whatever the place is called. Yeah. But they have, I, they have great popcorn. I'm going to see there. I didn't know about the parking situation. I'm not, I don't know if I had to pay for parking because it was a weekday. Yeah. Well, I think after four, you're all set. But. I just went to the mall, so it's cool. That's fine. Um, but yeah, I saw yeah I saw Spotlight a week ago. Uh, well, two weeks ago. Um, just basic first impression is I thought it was really, really good. Really, really good. Uh, I don't quite love it. There's I do have, I have some issues with how it was... Um, I guess it was executed from a screenplay perspective and some performances I had trouble trouble with, but um, this reminded me, the whole time I was watching, this is this reminded me of one of my favorite, like top five favorite movies of all time, uh, Zodiac by David Fincher. Wow. And I caught myself comparing the two a lot, which is ultimately where I got my um, detractions from. But overall, as it stands, I thought, I think this is a really, really good movie. It's definitely... It, I think it's going to be in the Oscar race, and oh, has to be. It has it. to be. Yeah, I support it winning. Um, I, I would, I would be okay with it winning some stuff because it was, it was an excellent, very throwbacky. Like this is a very '70s kind of, uh, kind of execution, and it's just, it's great. It's all talking. It's a lot of investigative stuff. A lot of putting clues together. There was a couple montages, which is always nice. And, they, were kind of, they weren't as good as Creed's montages, but well, yeah, maybe not, but. Uh, yeah, this is to put it just to put it plain, uh, plainly, probably my second favorite movie of the year so far. One more I think about it. Well, it's not going to be Spectre, but it's. I think it's going to be. It's definitely going to be my top ten. Absolutely. So. One hundred percent. Yeah. So this is. Uh, that's my whole spiel. Loved it, uh, Josh. What's what about you? What do you think? Um, I thought it was great. Uh, it's one of those movies that like. It's not like one of those things like, oh, I love that. It was, you know, just I, I can't wait to watch that again. It's not like one of those, but it's like it's like one of those, the more you think about it, it's like, that was so well made and just like so impactful. Like, um, and like to me, like the impact of the movie didn't really hit until uh, the end credits when you see, they give you all the information about what happened and how many cases and all the, they list like hundreds of like locations. Oh, yeah. And all this stuff. Like when it happened, like at the end, you have, you know, these are the places it comes. And then it has like five screens filled with like hundreds of places. I'm like, holy crap. Utica, New York, real. Cody. The closest we got. <laughs> what was it? Utica. No, Syracuse. Oh. I was pretty surprised. There's a big uh, Catholic sect there. I saw, I saw one right here in Baltimore. I was like, wow. Yikes. Yeah. So um, crazy. But uh, yeah, I thought it was a great movie. 
Um, I just really, I, I think the acting across the board, no one aside from maybe Mark Ruffalo, uh, nobody really stands out. Um, uh, I think there's just, a, was he was so incredible. Good. Um, I think it's a great ensemble cast. Um, uh, I think the story is really, really interesting. I have a pre, I went into this, not, not, not skeptical per se, but I have a big, I guess a grudge more, I guess I'd say against journalists. Hey, yeah, I'm not, so I was a journalist for like five minutes. <laughs> um, because I have a big problem with kind of the way journalism operates nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's very, I don't want to say clickbaity, but it's not real it's, journalism, but yeah, you know what I mean? Like, like BuzzFeed journalism. I'm not not talking about like Buzz, BuzzFeed just, you know, does stuff for fun. I'm talking about people that, you know, try to find stories where there are none and things of that nature. Um, I, I, and you know, the way they portray certain things and the way they try to twist and turn certain things to make it seem like something. Um, and obviously this has been going on forever. This isn't just nowadays. This has always been like what certain journalists do. Um, so, you know, but it, this movie, you know, it does show there are a lot of really great journalists out there that do their job and they do it well. Um, and when they do their job, good things can happen and good things can come of it. Um, so I, I appreciate it for that. Um, I think it's just a really, it's a really well-directed movie. Um, I think just overall, I had a really, I was really invested in it, really engaged in what was going on. It's a really strong movie. So. Just, I think for me, it didn't, it just didn't quite get over the hill. You know, you do you agree with that. You see, or see what I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. So you said it was I mean, your second favorite you movie of the year. It? I know. What do you I, mean? Doesn't come over the hill. It just, it, 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 it's great. It, it's good, but not great. It, it's as it's as good as it can possibly be without being great. And I'll, I'll get into that in, in more detail a little bit later. But but it, it still is my second favorite. I mean, I, that's. I mean, it, this isn't the best year, at least for me personally. But I still, yeah, I liked it. Uh, Cody, what about you? Some general. I also liked it. It was um, it was good. Um, I mean, everyone was great. Mark Ruffalo was wonderful in it. The movie was, uh, it was interesting enough. I was invested the entire, how long was it? Two hours? Two and a half hours? Uh, yeah, two two hours. Um, it was really slow, though. Mm. That's my yeah. only complaint, is that that movie was super, super slow. But it was obviously impactful. My entire theater, all six of us, we were, uh, <laughs> nice. we all sat in silence for like five minutes. We all knew that there wasn't a, uh, an after credit scene. <laughs> but we were all just sitting there like, oh my god, that is so messed up. Yeah. yeah. But no, I enjoyed it a lot. I wouldn't put it in my top five, maybe. Or That's kind of excessive. It might be my number five. I wouldn't put it in my top three. But yeah, I enjoyed it. I liked it. Fascinating. Fascinating. <laughs> yeah, I like... Likewise, actually, actually, I don't know if I told you guys about this on the last pod or whenever I talked about this, but at my screening, like I said, it was full of old people, and when that, when those pages of these are old people, by the way, like sixties, seventies, maybe even eighties, when those, when at the end, when they showed all the names of the cities, somebody laughed. I'm not kidding. They're like, ha! what? 
Yeah, I was like, no, no, that had to be out of discomfort. No, I swear that was like an actual. No, they were like, I think they were generally amused that this happened so many different places. I was like, geez, Louise. That is messed up. Yeah, that's more. I was gonna say that's more messed up than the priests. I was gonna say, (laughs) I was gonna say something, but I'm like, ah, my god, I don't want this to turn into a whole thing. Yeah, don't. So I just laughed. Like you guys are gonna be dead soon, anyways. So whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I get the last laugh. But speaking of those, the priest part, uh, I actually like. Because you know how, like, when you're in, like, middle school or elementary school or whatever, people always talk about, like, oh, priests rape little kids, you know, something like that. I never knew where that came from. Yeah, I never knew where that came from. So until I saw, saw like, the trailer for this movie, I was like, oh, this was a real thing. Mm-hmm. That's where it South came Park from. South wasn't just making fun of it. To make fun yeah. of it, something happened. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that movie, like, it handled uh, 9-11 really well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I saw when, I, when I saw that, I was like, oh, my God, are you kidding me? I thought they were doing it, like, just to date the movie, you know? Like, no, that's... also yeah. happened in 2001, and then I remembered, oh, they work for a newspaper. Yeah. And probably the single biggest event of the last 50 years. Yeah. One so, of my, a problem I always have is, like, when they use, like, a big, tragical, historical event and just throw it into a movie just to try to force some type of emotion... And did you guys did you guys ever see Remember Me or hear about it? That was that one with that. It's this really crappy movie with Rob Pattinson where yep. at the end he's in the World Trade Center on 9/11. I did hear about that. I never That's saw it. But it looked really like I heard I heard about the ending. I was like, why? Yeah, that's I think that's what you're talking about. Worst case scenario, it's Remember Me. But uh, like, sorry. Um, but uh, yeah, because like I think, but I think this movie handled it well because it just like it used it as a thing to move the story. A giant plot point, which yeah. So it, I was so, glad it didn't take yeah. that. Idea. It was kind of like um, I liked the. It's nothing like this, but <laughs> Lincoln, the end of Lincoln. Did you guys see that? Yeah, well, I don't remember it, but I saw it. Um, the very end where they uh, talk about Lincoln getting assassinated. Like mm-hmm. I thought that that was very artfully portrayed i guess is the word mm-hmm. or, um it was dealt with very well which it's similar to like i think they did 9-11 real well in this i'm done <laughs> <laughs> so um just overall let's take a look at the performances real quick who stood out to you as the strongest and weakest do you have mark, any mark ruffalo, mark ruffalo was the strongest mm-hmm. mustache guy was the weakest mustache guy i don't know what his I name i remember was. his name i don't know leave schreiber no, 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 no. the other member of the team. Oh, that Rachel guy. McAdams. Oh, John Slattery? Yeah. Whatever. No, not John Slattery. He's the other guy. Brian Darcy James. Mag- Whatever. He did okay. not have a very uh, memorable role. Yeah, that is interesting. He's the only, or at least he's the only face that I didn't recognize. Hmm. Yeah. He was kind of just like filler. Yeah. Kind of like, so. I mean, it was interesting, like, but, him living around the corner. from. Yeah, that, that stuff I actually really uh, thought was interesting with him having the neighbor. That last scene of him dropping the newspaper on their doorstep. That was great. That, that was awesome. Him. Really? That was like comeuppances. I this loved was it. A, this was an extremely, I mean, I hate to use this word because it gets so overused, but it was a really powerful ending, I think, where you yeah, dropped yeah, yeah. drop the newspaper on the front on the front porch, and then uh, Stanley Suck Tucci. Suck on these. Yeah, St- <laughs> Stanley Tucci's character with like the lawyer, he kind of, he, you know, he was, ex- who was it? Mark Ruffalo, I think, was expecting this like heroic moment. You're like, hey, we did it. We got him. And he walks in to another room of kids that had been uh, abused. I was like, "Oh shit, man!" Yeah. Like that's, I I was, I mean, that's just that's one of the stronger endings to a movie I think I've. Because it's like it just kind of makes you realize it it's it's real. Like yeah. this yeah. isn't just like a fairy tale happy ending. It's like no, this is still a real thing. Yeah. yeah. 
Let's talk about Stanley Tucci for a minute. Oh, he's great. He's he great. was awesome in this. Like, my only exposure to him had been the Hunger Games. What? <laughs> really? He's great in that too. So I he's mean, awesome in that, but like, wow, nothing compared to. Uh, I mean, probably unless you guys can name his really famous movies, I might have seen him in. Let me. I'm looking through. Uh, Road to Perdition. That's a great one. Didn't see it. Uh, Easy A. Captain America: The First Avenger. Yeah. Who was he there? He's uh, German. He's uh, Cap's scientist friend. Who well, gets I did not recognize him. Okay, I guess I had had exposure. Just Trans- how good he is. Transformers: Age of Extinction. Oh god! Oh. Don't don't talk about it. Transformers: Age of Extinction. Don't say it three times. It'll show up like Transformers: Age of Extinction. <laughs> Bloody Mary! Bloody Mary! <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, oh wait, hold on. There's a knock on the door. Just do it! <laughs> hey, try to get out of here. Get out of here, man. Was he uh, in that one? I don't even think so. No, he wasn't. Uh, no. Was he in all of them? He was in the first three. Dang it. That... Yeah, I do remember him, too. Okay, I guess I have seen him before. This was his best role, though. Yeah. Right. He I killed really it. He was such a great actor in that. The scene with him and Mark Ruffalo on the park bench? Oh, my God. That was fantastic. Uh, that was the most compelling scene in the entire movie. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, for me for me personally, I think I think Mark Ruffalo was the best in the movie. I think he's going to get a nomination when it's He'll all definitely get a supporting We'll, we'll dig into the whole yeah. our Academy Award talk in a little bit, but um, let's go around and uh, let's talk about some negatives real quick. I kind of hinted at mine, so I'll get going. Um, like like I said earlier, I, I was comparing this a lot to Zodiac in my head, which is both fair and unfair. I mean, that's to me, that's the quintessential investigative movie. Or just a movie that deals with investigation, I think. And I haven't seen Zodiac, so try not to say anything about Zodiac. Yeah, I would like to watch that, too. It's, yeah, I've seen it. It's incredible, but yeah. that's, I'll put it that. But um, there were just... I mean, since it's, since both of these are based on a real story, I think it's fair game, but I just... I, I caught myself several times saying, at least with the actors, I was like, go further. Go a little bit further. Like, Michael or Mark Ruffle had the only big scene, but for me, Michael Keaton, I think he had a lot of really good opportunities to just just push a little bit like um there's a scene towards the end where he goes with the list that of that he needs confirmed and he goes to this guy who's been he's been trying to get information out of the whole time and the guy just says no get out of my house and he just leaves he just leaves yeah he just like he's, i don't know where is he going what's he gonna do now the, the whole thing is ruined I mean, it obviously just, worked though so yeah here we are. There were spoilers just a, by the way yeah yeah there were just a couple of those kind of moments where i just i thought i was like you can really add some more add some more power to this scene add a little bit yeah more. give him a monologue about exactly. why this is so important and at the end of the day mark ruffle was the only one who got it mike like i love michael keaton batman all-time favorite movie one of them um and he just he wasn't great he was really really good and he just wasn't great didn't get over the hill didn't get over the hill that's honestly that's that's what all this movie's problems come to they just didn't quite get over the hill so i I couldn't. I just couldn't. I can't justify you know a ten in my mind. It just so this is just the most. But it's, a, it's an extremely solid movie and it moves great. The uh, it's just uh, the little things that could have been done to make this better just are gonna drive me crazy. But I loved it. Um, like, I just wa- like I wanted more emotion. I think. You know. Absolutely. Well, I'll go next. I guess. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Yeah, my only, I told you my issue earlier was I thought the movie was super slow. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that that's their fault. I think that's just the way those types of movies are. And, I mean, it wasn't didn't really detract from the movie, but it just felt really long. Yeah. 
but I can sit through slow movies. 2001 A Space Odyssey is one of my favorite movies. <laughs> oh, wow. Oof, so, we're going to talk about that. You don't like that movie? Hate it, but go it's on. brilliant. <laughs> oh, my God. Later date, later date. Keep going. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Makes, it's better than Spectre. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Out. All right, what else? Take you off this chat. I don't even care. That's it. That's the end of the podcast. Good job, everybody. Good night. Difference between those two movies. Something happens, Inspector. Okay, bye. And Chris, I've altered it. But sorry, keep going. <laughs> I was, Better villain. I was pretty much done. Um, yeah, it was slow. That one guy was awfully forgettable. Mm. Um, I don't know. Something rubbed me the wrong way about that guy from Mad Men. Who's that? The guy with the white hair. Oh, oh, I love Slattery. He's great. Something rubbed me the wrong way with him. I thought the whole time when they were like, somebody buried the information five years ago or whatever. Like, I thought, I straight up thought that it was it was going to be, what's his name, Slattery? Yeah. I thought it was him. He was like, there was no story five years ago. I thought it was gonna. I thought he was going to be the secret villain. Yeah. He just looks sneaky. Mm-hmm. He wasn't. I thought, I mean, obviously something happened in real life, so they can't. Yeah, I, I like it. how they. I like how they explain that though. They just said we missed like, it. Like, yeah, I forgot. I'm sorry. Yeah, we made a mistake, you guys. <laughs> Real life. But I like that he didn't get in trouble for it though. Yeah, that's true. Well, people did. They, I think they had. They had to carry that weight on their own. You know, in their own minds. Yeah, like his own burden. Um, but yeah, I think is like you said. It's a fine movie. It's really good. It's really, really good. Very well acted. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna get nominated for best picture, but. Oh, okay. Well, we'll hit on that soon. Oh, uh, wait, actually, I, I recant that, but we'll talk about that when we get there. Okay. Josh, uh, some negatives before um, we get into the My only real negative, I, two semi, they kind of go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Um, the music. Uh, okay. I, it added, like, this melodramatic thing. Yeah. It, it, it made it feel less than it was. So that, that like, kind of took me out of it every time it, like, because like, it would just be, like, the same, like, little, like, thing that would just pop up every few scenes and just be like i feel like i'm watching a lifetime movie <laughs> like, but the, everything else kind of outweighed that for me but the oh. other thing is I, it took me a little while to get into it um because it, for the first like half hours of the movie it's kind of just like you know they're just like looking at all this stuff and it's like Mm-hmm. Let's get to the story. You know, what are we? What are we? What are you guys gonna do for the rest of this movie? So but once it does, it goes, yeah, once it does, it really takes over. So the score was done by uh, Howard Shore. Well, Howard Shore, you really let me down. Yeah. So Lord of the Rings, Hobbit, bunch not, of Scorsese, not his best work. Yeah, probably. I, no, I don't I, even. I don't even remember the music. Tell you the truth. Yeah, I think that's the problem. <laughs> Which mm. is not good. Yeah, but. Hmm. Um, that's, very interesting. Mm-hmm. So, uh, guys, uh, we're running a little bit long. So, <laughs> any uh, any final thoughts? Actually, let's talk about uh, Academy Award nominations. Where do you think, uh, Cody? Where do you think this is gonna? Okay, uh, Ruffalo is gonna get a nomination for mm-hmm. either. Do you think he'll get leading or supporting? Support or leading, Su- leading, supporting. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. I guess Keaton's would be the lead. They kind of they kind of co-starred it. Yeah, he's because top. it's not. It's there's no one lead which about this there's movie. It's a really it's an ensemble. So I think anyone that gets nominated is going to be supporting. Hmm. See, I think that'll get a nomination. I think it'll get a nomination for Best Picture. It won't win, but it'll get nominated based on the merit that it's a uh, it's a movie about priests molesting kids. So yeah, and uncovering it's like 
I just was talking to someone like this movie is an automatic film. I know you guys don't like to uh, distinguish movies and films. Oh, I love it. I do all the time. They're oh, the same do? thing. They're the same thing. Yeah, okay. I guess Josh doesn't. Um, but no, I, I see where you come from, Cody. I do that. No, too. no. This movie is a film because uh. it it tackles a uh, controversial subject that happened in real life. Yeah. Like uh, Schindler's List or another it's movie. A great like movie. Mm. No one's saying it's not. <laughs> Just to, to touch real quick upon Mark Ruffalo, he's top billed in uh, pretty much everything: Wikipedia, IMDb, the poster. So I think I think when it when it comes down to it, I think he'd be a best actor, and he's on the screen probably the most. So I, guess. I don't know. Um, but yeah, Cody, anything else besides best actor or, or, or best supporting actor that you wanna? Is this based on a book? No. No. I mean, it's based on true events, so yeah, it'll still be true. acted screenplay, whatever, regardless. Uh, then maybe that, but I don't want that to win, so... Well, technically, it's based off of the news article, so that that is that's kind of a gray area with best adapted screenplay, so... Even if it is not nominated for that, I don't want it to win because I want the Martian to win for that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I would get I would be able to support that. But, okay. no, I think, yeah, I don't think it was impactful enough to uh, really... It's not going to sweep. Yeah, oh. At yeah. all. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's my two cents. Cool. Uh, Josh, Academy um, Award. So, I mean, Mark Ruffalo, definitely. Um, I don't know if, I mean, this is, a, this is like, maybe in my top ten of the year. I, I thought it was great, but, I mean, I, I love a lot of movies this year. So, um, maybe, maybe like the tail end of my top ten. So, I don't know if I say this is and deserving to win best picture maybe get a nomination i could see them nominating it i don't yeah, know exactly i would but it's not gonna it won't win but it'll get nominated um anything else uh may probably not director um oh really may, may, maybe director that's that's a possibility i don't know about that um hmm possibly adapted screenplay same feel the same way about director like could happen not sure mm-hmm. um so yeah um okay so i think i've been thinking a lot about this and i think it's going to be the american hustle of this year's oscars oh i think it's going to get a ton of nominations but i'm not so sure it's going to win anything because it's just like we said it's just too it's too good but not great so like i think i think mccarthy's getting a nom i think um ruffalo definitely is Pretty sure Keaton might for supporting just because he's kind of the new big thing and nobody so far has really gotten to that level yet. So with, with it this yeah with it this late in the game, I'm not so sure. I think or this late in the game, I think he he's probably got a write in for it. Um, maybe cinematography. I really like the cinematography in this. Oh yeah, that was pretty cool. It being placed in Boston. Yeah. So I mean, that's just strictly based on me playing Fallout Four for the past. Two weeks, nice. almost nonstop, and that also takes place in Boston. Oh, really? So they were like, "Oh, Jamaica Plain? There are a bunch of ghouls there." But <laughs> uh, one one more thing before we give it give this a grade, you guys. Um, uh, we're talking a lot about how it might. We all think it lacked kind of an emotional punch. Do you think it would have been good for the movie and good for the story if somehow we got a priest's perspective or we got to see them in their element? And like got some kind of not confrontation. Don't mean like, raping a kid, dude. No, 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 no. Of course not. But just like maybe a scene just off the top of my head. Mark Ruffalo is walking down the street, and he sees a church, and they just you know mass has just been let out, and the 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 
whatever, the pastor or priest or whatever, standing out in front, and he's saying goodbye to everybody, and he interacts with a kid, and Mark Ruffalo sees it and walks away. Just one of those kind of scenes. Like, because I... We, the only real part person from the church that we get is the weird old guy who kind of got the blame on everything. <laughs> oh, wait, I mean, no. there's also that scene where the, the the priest admits everything. That was so messed that up. Was, oh, my God. Was, Rachel McAdams yeah, goes um, to that priest's house. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay. Like, uh, but no, like, in the regalia, in his element, like, you know, like I said, like, Mark Ruffalo walks by a church and sees it let out and he interacts with kids, something like that. That, I think, um... There would have been a good scene in having Mustache Guy go and um, interact with that place around, across the street or whatever. Right. Like, him, like, confronting because it's proven, right? Like. Yeah, yeah. So he should be like, what's your problem? Why would you even do that? Like, mm-hmm. have him punch him or something. I don't know. Show yeah. that he's invested. I know he was invested, but he got the least screen time of anybody. Yeah. I don't know, because, like, I, I feel like this movie didn't necessarily need a full-on emotional drive in it because of what the content is and what the story is. It's, it's about, you know, the journalism and, you know, telling, getting the truth out there and proving something. And so I feel like that's kind of what the main thing should have been. And if you, I feel like if you try to incorporate some kind of underlying emotional drive, it would kind of detract from that. So mm-hmm. I don't that's know. I think saying. it worked. All right, that's just that was just a thought I literally just had. I was like, oh, that might be interesting because that, not to give it away, but Zodiac does have those kind of moments so that I really think worked. But so yeah, cool, uh, guys. Let's see uh, what what are we giving this a grade? Cody, start with you. Eight and a half. Solid. Josh. Uh, you go. I'm trying to think. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go nine. I'm gonna go solid nine. No, nine and a half. Screw it. Nine and a half. Not quite a ten, though. Because like I said, this it's it reminded me a lot of Zodiac, one of my favorites. So by that goodwill, I gotta go. Just It just needed one or two more things to make it great. So are great movies tens for you? Uh, no. All, that... uh, ten, ten goes to a movie that I can make a case to be an all-time favorite. Like, ever. So but at what point does your movies go from good movies to great movies? Uh, good to great. Um... I'd say good to great is a nine. Like nine and above is great. So it's a great movie. Because yeah, so, yeah. I, 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 see... I, I know I contradict myself, but just this, okay. for the whole for the <laughs> movie as a whole, it's great. Okay. But just parts of it were only very very good, which Fair kept enough. the whole thing from being an all time favorite. I should have been more clear, but that's my explanation. I see it as like going from seven to eight would be the jump from good to great. Oh really? Yeah, because if you look, I do it from like a you know look at five is the middle ground, zero is hor- the worst ever, ten is the best ever. Zero is Mad Max. So between <laughs> between like oh five gosh. and a between a five <laughs> and a ten is really good. Oh so. really? Oh no, for me anything under a five is something I find detestable. Absolutely. No, I mean like, no between a five and a ten. I know, but like below five, and then five to like seven is good. If not, actually yeah, six like, and seven is good. Eight is very good. Nine, great. Ten, all-time favorite. That's, that's okay. no, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, above, above a five is like, like you know a decent. Then it's good. All then right. great. Then amazing. And then ten is you know best ever. Right. So, but um, okay. Uh, I'm between an eight and a half and a nine right now. Uh, seven five. Got him. <laughs> I'm gonna go right now. I'm feeling nine. Yeah, nine. Okay. One more time. Nine. Bring it full circle. Bring it full circle. So yeah. wow, yeah, solid movie. Been pretty good. Around. 
All right, guys, uh, let's move into the last segment, and uh, let's talk about what we've been up to this week. Um, I've got a very quick one, so I'll start right here. Uh, Coldplay album. I'm a white guy, so I kind of have to like him. Same. And, uh, <laughs> I oh, you don't like Coldplay? I don't like Coldplay at all, and I don't like that they're playing the Super Bowl. Oh, I'm so excited for the Super Bowl. Uh, I might not even watch it. The halftime show is going to stink. Like, they all do. They all bring on way too many people and play. Oh, Katy Perry is awesome. Yeah, I guess. That line, that line stole the show. <laughs> but no, a Head Full of Dreams is not their best album. I think that's a that's a fight between Milo Zyloto and Viva La Vida. But it is very good. Best album. Very colorful. It's poppy without being too obnoxious. Um, I really like it. Uh, it's exactly what we needed after Ghost Stories. Exactly. Ghost because Stories is such a bore. So depressing. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Even, I didn't like that. It was so boring. Everything but a sky full of stars. Yeah. Was even actually uh, I I did not like a sky full of stars. Really. Ink Ink is where my was my favorite off that one. But or oh that, but that one was great too. But um but yeah with head full of dreams I think my favorite songs is probably the title track. Uh, yep. The the first That's song right. there I think is just it's a beautiful, just big colorful, you know, head full of dreams man. That's what you want from that song. Uh, good album. The guitar, the guitar work at the, on the last song by Noel Gallagher was just freaking great, and I can't wait to see him on tour. So. There's a song, near the end of the album. I don't know the name of it. I, I bought it last night on my way home from the movie. Um, Army of One slash X marks the spot. It might, I don't. Is it the one that has the recording in it? Oh no, that's Kaleidoscope. I love that. Oh yeah, that's a good. One. I don't know why I loved it so much. Yeah, I, was, uh, I think Obama on that. Can't wait to listen to it again. That's such. A, it's a great album. I'm I'm digging it. Yeah. I, yeah. So that's me. I've been listening to Head Full of Dreams, like a true, true Caucasian. Boy, uh, guy. Yeah. Pretty much. I'm so boring. Uh. Yeah. Josh, what have you been listening to, watching, reading this week? Um. One second while I find the name of it. Uh. Cody, you go for a second because I gotta find the name of what I just watched. I did something very important this uh, Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I watched The Godfather for the first time. Oh, nice. What'd you think? I loved it. Nice. That movie is great. Yes, thank you. That's uh, a top ten favorite of mine. So thank you. um, The baptism scene? Mm. Phenomenal. That last scene is so full of symbolism. Uh, When, what's his, I don't know what his name is, but when the guy walks in and calls Michael Godfather, I got chills. I was like, oh my god. Oh, his character arc. I'm so excited. I'm watching um, part two in on a week from Sunday. Mm. Oh, that's a lot. You got that planned all the way in advance? I mean, I'm watching it with my friends. Okay. So, and they're going on vacation this weekend, so I can't watch it this weekend. Nice. But I'm so excited. I'm, I'm, really, great. I'm really excited to hear uh, whether or not you like one or two more, because that's, that's a daily struggle for me. <laughs> And, uh, yeah. So, oh, by the way, just to give you guys an update, I talked about this on the last step, and I wanted to let you recommend this to you guys. The Death of Superman Lives, What Happened? Fascinating documentary. Very fascinating. I would definitely recommend you guys check it out. It's really, really cool. So, uh, so yeah. you want to see that. Yeah, it's very, very crazy. Very cool. Um, Except Kevin Smith's in it, so whatever. Kevin Smith is everything, but where can I find that? Um, <laughs> I, got, I got it on DVD. I, I found it for relatively cheap on Amazon. Oh, you bought it's on, it? Yeah, it's on some random streaming service. So, what do you have against Kevin Smith? I have everything. Doesn't like him. I don't know. I don't get it. 
I don't get we're, it. We're completely opposite. Though. I love Kevin Smith. I consume all of his. I don't. I haven't recently, but his podcasts. I, I listen to a lot of them. I've read his book. Mm. Watched all of his movies. I watched and enjoyed Tusk. That's how big of a Kevin Smith fan I am. Maybe yeah. Maybe I'll come around one of these days because I do. He is genu- genuinely. I think he is a great speaker and he's great at talking i just his whole shtick of like i get to see all the cool movies before anybody else and i brag about it I'm just, just like start oh. with a podcast start with smodcast he doesn't really brag a lot on that i'm pretty it's sure he's just, seen star wars it's yeah. him and his best friend See, just, just talking that's what i mean he's freaking seen star wars he saw bat he's probably seen batman v superman <laughs> i don't think he's seen he's I been think... on the millennium falcon but i don't think he's seen star wars he's... oh i bet he has jj probably owed him a favor after what happened at comic-con what happened at comic-con uh, did you not? JJ oh. took all of his, uh, yeah. <laughs> took all, all of his fans. audience. Oh, nice. Because he's like, well, really? guess was having a free concert, and Kevin's was like, hey, guy. <laughs> so what was, what like was the concert? Left. Uh, it was uh, John Williams' uh, Star Wars. Oh, uh, nice. So. Cool. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so this, I haven't really had, been, had time to watch anything much this week. I've been studying and whatever. I know. Um, yeah. Um, but I sat down and watched this thing on Netflix, uh, this like one hour special with Bill Murray, this Christmas comedy, uh, A Very Murray Christmas. Do you guys heard, have you guys heard I've of heard it? I've heard of it. saw it on Netflix. I haven't watched it yet. It's Don't let me down good. here. It's oh, pretty good. good. Um, it's, re- it's not like gut-bustingly hilarious or anything, but it's a fun, nice little, you know, fun, fun little, you know, uh, Christmas special. Um, Bill Murray's great in it. It's got a buttload of, you know, um, really, you know, big cameos and whatnot throughout the whole thing. Um, it's a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. So, hmm. cool. Nice. Beep, beep, too. Um, yeah, well, solid up. Uh, wow, uh, long one this week. Jeez. Uh, but uh, this is episode... 10, kind of, sort of, of the Real Flicks podcast, you guys. You can follow us at underscore Real Flicks on Twitter. And, uh, spell it. Spell it out. R-E-E-L-F-L-I-C-K-S. Real Flicks. There you go. Like a spelling isn't, isn't there, like, an underscore in there somewhere? Yeah, I said that. I didn't hear it. Oh, re- underscore Real Flicks. But, uh, yeah, we're nine days away from Star Wars, you guys. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, leave, leave us a review on iTunes. Tweet at us. Tell them much, how much we suck, how great we are. We can take it. And uh, until next week, take it easy, everybody. Go watch Creed again. <laughs> Later.